because you're jumping back into the gap. All right. Hey, Coach. Welcome to the Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Oliver. I appreciate you joining us for this week's podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit basketballimmersion.com for more coaching resources and access to all the basketball podcasts. I hope you will give us a shout out on social media, on Twitter at Bball Immersion, or on Instagram at Basketball Immersion to help me continue to share the game. Enjoy the episode. Coaches, excited to be joined by Czech Republic National Team Head Coach, Nano Ginsberg. The Czech Republic played some of the best team basketball during their run to the court finals at the FIBA Basketball World Cup in 2019. And Nano has coached many teams in his time in Europe, including the Israel First Division and Czech Republic's Premier League. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. And uh, coach, I got to say, you were one of my favorite teams to watch at the World Cup and uh, your team played great basketball. Can you can you maybe just start with a few of the keys that led to that success? And I think as we we're talking off air, obviously the Czech Republic is a different country, that, but it's been basically 47 years since they had that type of success in basketball, right? Yes, yes. This is the first time after 47 years. I think that, uh, you know, uh, when you success, you're looking for a lot of uh, parameters. But I think the first parameter is the character of the, uh, of the players. Uh, you know, we as a coaches all the time, we like to take advantage. And we said we did like this and tactics and this. I respect it. But first of all, you need in a team, in a national team, you need a good quality of uh, personality. Sometimes you can have a, a, not the greatest player, but if they have good personality, good chemistry, it's uh, give you the success. So I think this is the first uh, the first point that I can uh, can mention about our uh, success. Second, our uh, we are very disciplined team, and the players know the system that uh, we're playing. Uh, since I'm the coach from 2014, some of them know me from the Nimburg. Uh, that one of the best team in uh, Champions League in uh, Europe and the best team in Israel in uh, Czech Republic. So uh, also they they are really fit to my uh, system. Uh, so I think generally, if we are not going to tactics and this, I think this is first of all what uh, give us the great results in the 2019 in World Cup. Well, that's great. And, uh, you know, the, we've documented that on this podcast before, talking to other national team head coaches, the quick turnarounds, the different qualifying windows. And that places more emphasis on character, right? Because you don't have that much time to get your team ready to play. Exactly. First of all, before World Cup, so you have uh, 40 days uh, to, to practice. Uh, so... For sure, the professional side, you need to, to be smart and not like you're coaching a team to go on too many stuff. You need to focus on offense and on defense, on three, four uh, major stuff, and you need to work on this. Uh, and of course, the chemistry be- between the players, they know each other a long time, so it's uh, more easy. Uh, so this is a crucial point when you coach a national team, the, the preparation need to be smart on a, on the professional side and also on the mental side. Uh, if you want, I can. I think that I can tell you that uh, you need. It's a it's a different to coach a team and to coach a national team. Uh, you can't 
Uh, in team you can uh, create crisis you, you have time to put I'm talking about the mental side you have time to put uh, uh, if players not going in your in, in is not in your page with you uh, you have time to to speak with him to punish him to to do a lot of stuff not to let him play enough minutes uh, to let him play uh, a lot of stuff and the national team you you can't uh, uh, take it uh, for a long time because you have only one month together 45 days so you need to good, bring good atmosphere for the team you need to solve problems immediately not to wait for the next game or the next week so it's a big difference that's fascinating coach I'm really glad you brought that up because it brings up some other questions as well which is with your players then on the national team is that something that you can point out to them and you can you know, just bring the light and say, listen, we don't have time to mess around. We got to be on board right away. And that actually works to the benefit of bringing the team together. Uh, first of all, I'm not uh, put it uh, in front of all the players, but when I have problem with one player on when I'm not talking uh, discipline problem because we don't have, but a professional problem. So I, I can take him to, and it was, it was happened that I can take him to uh, uh, for a meeting and explaining that listen we don't have time now to 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 argue about this we need to solve it uh, or I will solve it or together we will solve it uh, so that's the way that I acting and I had some some examples with some uh, some players sometimes I can I can uh, show it on video and. Uh, in front of everybody or one and one and, and tell him listen we need to play you need to play my way uh, but again no no too much time to to work uh, to let it, this problem to be in the, in the, with the team so getting into some of the tactics a little bit uh, one of your online clinics you talked about playing fast because you are less talented relative to your competition can you talk about your rationale behind that? Yeah. First of all, before, if we are, if you are a, have a good uh, players or uh, not good enough players, uh, you have the start. And the start, you, for sure, you in America, uh, they, they, are, they are counting on this and the, the start is not uh, lying. And uh, if you take uh, the, the start from, I think it's from last year, or two years ago from the NBA, for example. So you see that if you score uh, from 18 seconds to 20, from 24 seconds to 18 seconds, you have 53% of uh, make a basket. If you're going down from 18 seconds to 12 seconds, you have 46% to, to score a basket. If you shoot in the last 12 to 6 seconds, you have 44% to score a basket. And if you shoot in the last 6 seconds, you have only 38% to score a basket. So you see that you have big difference from the, if you take the shot in the first six seconds, it's 53% to the last 12 seconds, it's 44%. Second uh, stat that I, I can lean on this, it's uh, uh, points in a transition and fast break. So if you take points in transition and fast break, you make... The, the average, it was 1.26 point per position. 
in, in transition and fast break. The worst, this is the average, the worst, it's 1.14. And if you take a, a stat of a points in, a, in half court offense, so it's 1.09. So even the worst uh, point per position in a, in a fast break, it's much better than if you come to five on five and play set, set, set games. So this is, uh, this is this is the main. It show you that as soon as you shoot fa fast, you have a better chance to win the game. Uh, of course, you need to be uh, smart about this shot, and you need to be disciplined. And this is a big, uh, big method and big uh, discussions. But uh, now about the ability of the players, for sure that. On five on five, uh, you need to bring more ability. Even you play as a, a really organized team and uh, uh, nice sets and everything, you know, in the end, uh, you need to, you need today in basketball, you need the ability to score because uh, if it, you face normal defense, I don't say a great defense, especially in, in uh, Europe or in college, or, so you don't see too much penetration to the basket. The, the goal of the defensive team today is to make you shoot from uh, two points, the in-between shots. This is the toughest shot uh, to take. And this is, uh, so this is what the defense wants. And so what's happened a lot of time in uh, set offense, that a lot of the, the set offense finished by three-point shot with uh, someone on, on your, uh, uh, contest your shot. So if you play fast, you can ignore this uh, situation as much as you can. So this is first of all. Well, I love this coach. And I'm curious, just where, where's that data? Is that data from primarily European leagues or is it from national teams? Where's that data come from? First of all, I tell you, I was a player. Okay, I even played in America and uh, in college. And uh, I remember me as a player, I was 2-1, two, one, two, one. Two position. I usually feel great uh, on on transition and uh, on fast break. I think it started more when when uh, the, the change of the clock uh, come to 24 seconds in Europe in uh, early uh, to, uh, to, in 2000, and, and uh, in, in 24 seconds you don't have too much time to to play uh, long sets. Sometimes I see in colleges uh, 30 seconds. Uh, it looks to me a slow game because I'm, uh, it's like NBA. In 24 seconds, you you need to shoot. So uh, first of all, it's come from the changing of the clock. Second, you don't see today, even in NBA, you don't see today bigs that you know you pass them the ball and how you say and you and you tell them go to work and you look at them, you know, because the defense is very uh, collapsing inside. A lot of helps. You don't have these real big men that that can create. Uh, one-on-one uh, -on -one and score easy. So if you don't have uh, this uh, area also, so it's bring you to play uh, fast. That's great stuff, coach. And uh, one of the things that I know you've said uh, as well is you've talked about the goal is to get to spacing spots in three seconds. Can you talk about that philosophy? Yes. Um, first of all, after we take the rebound, we call it uh, push, push, push. It's you need to like you are in sprint now. I told you, if we're talking about the wings, for example, uh, 
if you're talking about the big men, it's like you, now you are in 100 meter sprint against your uh, defender. So first of all, we want to fill the corners and we really insist that it will be on the, you will be on the corner and not one meter before or two meters before, because unless you get the ball before and then you are three on one, three on two, okay, it's, uh, we finish it. Okay, but uh, if you spread the floor, so it's two players in the corners, each corner, one player. So you have uh, also the option to to the spacing to penetrate from the wings if he, the guard will lead the ball. The second is that the first big man will run, like we said, sprint. He will try to run inside, okay, and uh, to beat his man and maybe to get the ball from the from the point guard. Oh, but uh, if not, he will try to lock this man. Maybe you can, he can get uh, Lopez. But again, it's not strict rule because sometimes if the first, the first guy who run is the four position and is a good shooter, so I don't have a problem that he will run to the corner. Okay, and uh, we can pass him the ball and he, and he can shoot. So first of all, it's uh, it's to push. Okay, second, it's uh the, the the big man's uh, run the first big man run in the middle and try to to lock and then we fill the we, we fill the the office with with uh, four corners like two in the corners and two in the wings usually the guy with the ball and the one big man supposed to come a lot of time from behind okay so this is the main rules the the rule for the wings to run to the corners, the rule, the rule for the big men to run to the middle, try to lock, uh, because sometimes even he's, he's not getting the ball and penetration start, he can lock his big man and then it can be easy, easy up. His big man can't block the shot. So this is the main rules when we are uh, running. But again, and the, the, the last rule is no pick, pick and roll is the last option. Uh, but, but again, it's first of all, it's state of mind, and uh, and then uh, this rule follow us uh, uh, from the beginning. Hey, coach! I know I've told you about this before, but Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your sports book experts. Please use promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout. Coach, I really like that uh, simple way of kind of explaining it and giving players a good, a good understanding of what fast is, right? So I'm curious with that then, how do you emphasize and reinforce this in practice and then obviously in the games? I tell you, in, uh, in practices, I remember when I coached juniors and uh, uh, the practice start with juniors, okay? I don't talking about men's team. We will talk about this, but with juniors, the, the practice start after a little bit warm-up and this, the practice start, start with, uh, with really high tempo. Every set, every every uh, drill on the practice, every uh, practice drill, we make it with high tempo because we want them to start thinking fast. And I remember when I coach uh, young kids, like talking 15, 16, 17, I saw it's I, it's too many, a lot of turnovers in the beginning. 
But they start listening, like everything in your life, you know, they start uh, get used to it, to, to think fast, to react quick. Uh, and, and then the, the turnovers uh, reduce. With the men's team, with national team, you know, it's sometimes the practice not start uh, 100 kilometers per hour, okay? But you need to be smart, okay? And uh, But when we come to the main... Uh, to the main part of the practice, it must to be with really high tempo. Now, we use a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, drills uh, to work on this. For example, uh, we can play, of course, all the the two on one, three on two, four on three, five on four, five on three. All these uh, options, of course, but uh, we make, for example. Uh, especially in the beginning of the season, we start. Depends how 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 is your condition, how's the team condition. But we start with a, a half minute or one minute. Let's say one minute on one minute. Okay, we play one minute. We are not stop. All our assistant coaches with balls outside. We are not calling fouls. We are not calling nothing. And and they need to. They play one minute with a really high tempo game. No fouls. No stopping. No nothing. And where they rest one and a half minute, and again they play one minute. And uh, later in the year, we are uh, increased these uh, minutes to two minutes. It's really tough, you know. And, and uh, you see in the beginning a lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes, a lot of bad shots. But uh, from day to day, you see the, the, the improvement. Also, when we play uh, five on five, we can uh, we can count also the fast break and transition that we are doing. So you can give uh, extra ball, you can give uh, more points. I, I like to make four points for uh, transition, three points for fast break. Uh, so we have a lot of uh, of uh, method to and things to work on this because it's like uh, like everything you need in the life. You need it's habit. And you need to make them uh, re- uh, regular to this uh, habit. Then you know when you when you come to the game, uh, it's more easy. So, coach, with that, then uh, I love I love those examples of how to, in, I guess, build that the three second concept and obviously a transition. Are there any specific kind of stats that you use also? Um, you know, after games to be able to relate to your team, whether you played at the tempo you wanted to play at? Of course, at. of course. We are counting, uh, for me, you know, in, even in the beginning of the season, in the friendly games, uh, I'm not counting everything, but uh, I not take stat of everything. But, for example, uh, this, uh, this area, it's very important to me. So we count not only how many points we did, on the fast break on transition. How many times we we ran to fast break and transition? What is the efficiency that we we get from this? You know, uh, and you will see you will see sometimes in the beginning of the season, or also during the season, that you run a lot of times, but uh, you maybe make fifty percent of this of points. Now, for us, points it's not only uh, points if you score; it's also if the, you draw foul. It's also on fast break transition. It's also uh, we, we count it as a point. It's a one point that you draw foul for. Uh, uh, they stop your fast break. So of course we 
we are uh, we are looking the, we, we make a special special uh, stats for uh, for this and we show it to the players and we show it on video and we 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 speak about the decisions because again okay we're talking about run 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 but we don't want to to make it uh, anarchy and everybody we run and we shoot like crazy you know this is not uh, what we mean to so we we show them the difference between running and take good shot and, and, and between running and take bad shot we show we show them uh, about the transition the secondary for in transition secondary you need the you have some options to play and this is depends what you as a team uh, what you have in your team I can tell you about this but if you want but uh, so so we yeah coach coach I would love to hear some of your philosophies on shot selection because again isn't that probably one of the most important things to teach if you're going to play fast like this yeah exactly so of course if you have open look to the basket on fast break we like it to we want you to take it if it's a two point if it's a penetration if it's a three point you you need to take it even you are not great if you are not great shooter okay uh, of course, if you are in day that you are zero from six, so we are not expecting that you will take the shot. Okay, but uh, we want you to to shoot, and we count that we have good options also because we are run fast to take the offensive rebound. So it's connecting to our set offense to offensive rebound. But <clears throat> but this is first of all. Second, uh, we don't like that players will take a shot on someone on his face. That is not an open uh, look to the basket, and and when you play fast in the beginning, a lot of uh, times uh, uh, players make these mistakes. So you need to stop in the practice, and sometimes you stop a lot, and you need to you you video the the practices and the game, and you, you then the players understand what is good shot and what is uh, anarchy, what is a crazy shot, uh, because we explain them that. To take shot with someone on your face, I can take uh, after uh, 14, 15. This shot I can take later. Okay, the open shot I'm not sure that I will get it later. But uh, the shot with a guy on me I can take later. <clears throat> so this is the uh, first. Second, <clears throat> okay, we didn't score in three, four, five seconds. What what uh, next? So this is the depends what your strength in the, your team. If you have good uh, guards that can run and post up when they run inside. So we have this option also that the first wing that he will run and uh, he will run inside and we give him the ball in the mid post and we have uh, we, we pass him the ball and then uh, he can score over there on, on, on secondary break. If you have good penetrations players, so we are not going we want to come to pick and rolls we on transition we want to open the floor and make good spacing without the pick and roll and then start penetration uh, or for yourself or for the others because all the others space the floor and the big man under the basket you know how to react to the penetration if you have a, a good pick and rolls players Okay, so then you can play the drag pick and roll. Uh, and if you have a really good uh, pick and roll player, so you can play double drag pick and roll. So this is, I think this, it's uh, free to every coach to decide what what uh, is strength of, uh, of, his team, of his team when we come to 
סקנדרי ברייק. So it's not, okay, run, 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 it's uh, open shot, take the shot, if not, uh, we go to what we like, and we have three, four options, uh, depends what, what we have on the team. So coach, with this, uh, maybe talk a little bit about practice structure. If you're trying to create this uh, environment where your players are going to play fast uh, and they're going to buy into playing fast, have you found that you practice a little bit differently than you would have in the past? <clears throat> From the past, yes. I think that if it depends on this, all, all practice uh, should be with, with, with a high tempo, full court. But uh, in the end, we need to play uh, also set offense and uh, we need also to work on this. So even we play five on five set on, offense half court, so it's not will be more than uh, more than five, uh, seven minutes, and then we had, we call it uh, three courts. We play, we go back to, we shoot, we going the, the, we play one five on five to the other side, and we come back five on five, five. So we have three three times in a row we play, and then we stop. And then we have more time to correct uh, things on uh, on uh, offense on set offense. Uh, but let's say uh, on five on five, uh, 60-70% of the of the game of the practice will be uh, full court. Now, sometimes for me as a coach, you know, I want to work on some stuff on defense, on offense when you prepare to to other teams. And uh, sometimes for me as a coach, it's it's I need to stop the the, the tempo because I'm not getting to it. Uh, so I need to tell players, okay, now we play, but not uh, full tempo. Uh, we play uh, uh, immediately. We go to secondary break, or immediately we come to to let's say the other team plays zone on defense. So you know how you wants to uh, play fast also against zone. Uh, so you are uh, we are comes in secondary break, and then we, we do what we are doing against the zone. Now I tell you, usually practice going usually okay, not all practices, but it will where it will start with uh, of course uh, uh, warm up, fundamentals, uh, all this stuff, and then we will we will go to uh, all kind of set of uh, two on one, three on two, uh, advantage on uh, on transition fast break. Then we will go to to uh, five on five trick three courts and then we will go to full court this is generally what we we like to do uh, when I coach junior uh, so our team in the beginning of the season I can start from one on one on one or, or penetrate to the basket with a defender also with with a high tempo also in the warm-up with the conditioning coach. First of all, conditioning coach is very important in this uh, kind of game because he, he know he need to know uh, and he know that he need the, the, the player need to be with a very good condition. And uh, I'm uh, I'm very I'm all the time uh, speak with him. Or even during the game, I get the feedback for him from the, via the, my assistant coaches because you can't play in this kind of game. 
player can't play, can't play 35 minutes. I think the quality minutes, it can be 25, 28 uh, minutes. And, uh, and, and some players can play only three minutes reside tempo, and then they need the rest. And we added some players like this. And then you know that after three, four minutes, you take him out, let him rest, and then you bring him back. Because especially big men, uh, they can't uh, up and down uh, 25, 20, 20, 15 minutes in a row, 10 minutes even in a row. Uh, so we work on this also uh, on practices uh, in this kind of uh, rhythm. And... Uh, Again, like I said, with juniors, you can, you can do it uh, really from the beginning. And with men's team also, the warm-up drills, it's also about, we have some uh, drills of, uh, not for run fast, but to think fast. With passing, and uh, I can't show it via podcast, but uh, it's make you thinking fast. Usually my assistant, my conditioning coach do it. Uh, and make the players ready for the practice. Hey, Coach, I know I've told you about this before, but bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows, TV, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your sports book experts. Please use promo code armchair at checkout. Hey coach, brief interruption to tell you about eBay sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you've been looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to get the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's Authenticity Guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you. So you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. Well, I love that, Coach, and I want to come back to that because I love alternative warm-ups and thinking about different things like that. But w- one other thing that you mentioned that I, I want to drive home this point uh, with you is that you mentioned that ball screen's not the priority. It's basically the secondary option, right? If no advantage is there, then you'll go into ball screen. But that's a huge part of being a good transition team, isn't it? That emphasizing that we're not trying to do something else. We're trying to score fast first. So first of all, it's a, it's meant, it's a, a, a mental side. The players need to know, to know that this is our first goal. Because I tell you, in, in a, I spoke about this in, in early 2000 and in Europe, the game was cha- changed. So, a lot of teams play this uh, ball screen side to side and then play, and then play to in pick and roll in the other side. And it was very nice. Uh, it started with uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. It was very nice, but David Blatt was the assistant coach. Uh, it was very nice, but uh, not every all teams can play. But anyway, most of the team in Europe and team now a lot of time played. But after five, six, seven, eight years, it started to be a little bit uh, boring. And in the other side, also, 
הפלייאס נו דאט אוקיי, הוא אוהב את הפיק אנד רול, זה אוקיי, הוא יוכל לקום לפיק אנד רול, אבל הם שכחו שהסיבה שאנחנו נכון לקום יחד, זה לסקור. אז לתת לפלייאר להבין את המנטליות הראשונה, שנית, כן, אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
I think it uh, unless you have something uh, in the said that they need to sleep okay I think it's in the end it's uh, it's they, they need to read it uh, I give them this this options but I don't want this is to be the the main option okay because the team will be ready for this and uh, And I tell the players all the time, if we play five on five and we are not screen, so we will stay five on five. okay? We need to play five on four in set offense. so so we need to screen. but uh, yes, yeah, sometimes they need to read it. Where is the defender their defender if it's if it's uh, if it's uh, uh, close to them or or far from them, so they need to read if they can uh, sleep or no. if the defense play hard show. So for sure they a lot of time they they need to sleep we have the option of we call it snake I don't know how they call it in uh, in America or in Canada that you come from one direction the picker and you immediately in the last second change to the other direction uh, so we give them all these options smart player I don't need to tell them what to To use because they understand but not all the players unfortunately smart so you need to uh, direct them home absolutely absolutely coach that's a great point obviously with the good players that you're going to give them some freedom to be able to play and make decisions uh coming back to that point so that you... also, also when we will play this uh, pick and roll for example so of course all the other players need to react and especially the second big man is under the basket so uh, we let him he know what how he looks he need to react against flat against flat defense on pick and roll against so then he need to make, give more spacing for penetration against show defense then he need to show himself to to that he will get the pass and the fit the other guys so we have uh, some rules for this but again uh, with smart players just show them one time it's enough uh, the, the other part coach I mean I love the emphasis on high tempo pick and roll and the other part that you talked about and you touched on a little bit is off the ball spacing and then cutting when pick and rolls are happening especially like that 45 mm-hmm. cut Can you talk a little bit about some of the decisions off the ball to cut while picking you need to you need to today like I said a lot of defense are packed inside so uh, if if you as a player in the 45 the other 45 you see that your players it's not is not guarding you now is is plug in to the to the free throw for example okay then you have two options. or to to really open the game or to cut on his back I prefer that he will cut on on the his defender's back okay and then uh, he might get the ball and if not the corner guy will come to the between the 45 and the corner to to open shot because if he is staying the same uh, the same uh, position that he in the beginning of the offense talking about the 45 he will not uh, we we can't penetrate to the basket and we can't uh, create good pass to him uh, and that's what the uh, our defense uh, look now uh, we say we give also option to the big man to make not 
real role, hard role, also not talking about pick and pop, talking about short role. So so he will make short roll and then he can punish and corner to the wing or to the 45. But the spacing of the guy on the 45, it's very important, especially on when the defense is packed. If the defense is not packed, okay, so then I will play the pick and roll. Maybe I will penetrate, and then I will get the help, then I will pass the ball. Uh, so, I will, so we stay in the corners, for example, and we stay in the 45, when we move in corner to the ball. Coach, uh, one other thing that I really want to touch on with you uh, to, to kind of bring some of these thoughts to the other end, and that's your emphasis on the offensive rebounding. Because one of the things that you said is that when you're a great offensive rebounding team, it prevents your opponent from running from being fast in transition like you want to be because they're worried about defensive rebounding. Can you talk about that? Yes. Um, first of all, uh, it's it's only, I think I, I saw some teams start play this, but it's really new. I think it's new. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's new method in the last two, three years. Uh, one coach from Australia, I forgot his name. I think now he's in, in, in NCA. He played in Australia, and we we start thinking about this also in Nimburg in the last two three years. And uh, first of all, again, we go to the stats for sure that if you are like an offensive rebound, for sure that if you have more balls, you have more chance to to win the game. Now, if you take we didn't again. Uh, I don't have uh, like in uh, Fazbeck. I don't have a special, uh, uh, really stat on this. But my feeling for all the games that I coach, that if you take more than uh, 40, 45, 50 percent of your misses, if you take the ball, I don't say if you you score. If you take this rebound, you have better chance to. To win the game. So when we talk, we looking start after game. I don't see. I don't look how many offensive rebound I took. I took. I, I look of how many uh, percentage of offensive rebound I took from. Uh, and, and then it's uh, give me a sign uh, about the offensive rebound. Now, just think that you you are uh, my the, the team that uh, play against me. That you know that 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 you know that our weapon. Now leave the rules, okay? That you know that our weapon, that we really go hard to offensive rebound with three players, with four players. I don't want to say with five players, but sometimes. But we go hard to offensive rebound. So you as a coach, tell your team, hey, hey you are, we, are, we are not running. We are, first of all, we need the ball. Because if not, they will take the offensive rebound. They keep the ball alive. So it's not make you... It, it, it's first of all, it's it stop you for uh, running to fastback. And now leave it if I do it good or not good. Okay, You can tell your players, listen, if we take the rebound, we can run on them because they are not... Uh, but if you have rules, so I will, we, speak about, we will speak about the rules. So I'm not sure that they can uh, run on us, uh, on us uh, so easy. So this is, first of all, more balls, more uh, possessions. Uh, the other teams will run less because they will be concentrated on the, first of all, to take uh, the rebound. And uh, you know what? For my experience, this is, uh, I get this knowledge uh, after, 
not in the beginning, that uh, it's also improve your offensive rebound, your defensive rebound, because all in practice, also teams in practice know that if the, the defending team knows that if they will not box out, all, the, all day they will stay on defense, you know, so the, it's improving also your, uh, your uh, defensive rebound also. So I think you get it here a lot of advantage that uh, in the past, Uh, we didn't think about him or we are a little bit scared or worried to do it. And coach, the one thing I, I'm, I'm on board, I love this. And I'm curious then, what do you emphasize in terms of an offensive rebounding reaction system? So a lot of teams now obviously sprint in space to three on an offensive rebound. Do you do, you do anything specific in teaching offensive rebounding reaction? Uh, yes, in national team, it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's more difficult because, like we said, we, we don't have enough time. But uh, but uh, some of them knowing for the past, some of them playing in books, so they they know this system. I tell you, uh, but when you have a team that you work with them all season, so first of all, it's for sure. First of all, uh, you you need to work on the on the technical how to go to offensive rebound. First of all. Uh, Uh, we said to our players, if you are in the corner, if you are in the middle, if you are, uh, go two steps inside, okay, to to the offensive room. Just imagine, because you have around three, four seconds if three-point shot, shot come from the other side, okay? You have, the ball is in there around two, three seconds. So, first of all, we, we tell them, you make two steps in. If you feel that you can get the ball, so you go on it. Now, you have two options to go on the ball. One, uh, uh, you know, uh, conservative, that you go uh, on top of the player from from uh, from the top, okay? And one that you go under him, that you try to be in front of him, okay? Because if you go, the conservative, that if you go On, on his back, okay, but you are not trying to be in front of him, okay? So you can, or you can take the ball, in the good case, or you can keep him alive, kick him out, or give him to the, your players, or kick, or stay, stay or kick it to the, to out, to the outside, okay? Uh, or if the, the player get, the, the defender get the ball, so you are on him. The other option is to go uh, not on top of him, or, uh, to be in front of him, to surprise him and be in front of him. But then you take a risk because uh, if you don't manage to take the ball, so uh, he will take the ball and then uh, you are in disadvantage on defense. Uh, I, pre- I, I tell my... I think that the best is if you have really good athletic guys Okay, one, two, you, you, you can allow them to go like this. Okay, but if not, so, so you can be more con- conservative. Now, sometimes you don't have athletic guys, but he feel that, that he can take the ball. So if it's one time, two times in a game, and he take the balls, okay, but if he make one, two times and the, the ball go, uh, the ribbon fall uh, far, for, so it's a problem. So then uh, we have a problem. So this is the first. Uh, Uh, things that we teach our players go two steps in and uh, read the situation usually go on his back okay 
or take the ball or keep the ball alive or if he take the ball stay on him uh, so this, this is the first uh, method that we we work on this and we show examples on game that uh, you think that if you have a lot of space and you go in front of him sometimes you can catch the ribbon but sometimes it can go uh, on, on you behind you and then we are lost so this is the first one that we work on such good insights coach and in, in terms of all that stuff and uh, is is there a second one that you work on and then uh, how you to go with the ball to the ball and to the offensive rebound with which end let's say you are in his back okay if you are in front of him you take the ribbon everybody happy okay but if you are uh, on his back to go with your with your uh, closest uh, hands to to him to try to reach the ball okay not with the with the hands far from him because then you can uh, uh, get foul but again this is a it's not science you know sometimes players do it opposite and uh, it's okay uh, and then uh, I know I noticed that Let's say you send three, four players to offensive rebound. Just think of the referees. They can't control everything. You know, they can't. Uh, if someone fouls over there, if it's not a, a foul that everybody see, you know, uh, for sure. If three, four players go to offensive rebound, maybe some fouls. But I don't. I'm not sure that referees can can catch everything. Uh, then the other, uh, we're talking about if they take the rebound. Okay. The other thing, if I, no, let's say if I took the rebound. So, so of course, if I can score immediately, I will score. But if not, we are open. Everybody know the, the system that we are open. First player who close to the offensive, uh, let's say the, the rebound fell in the left block. Okay. And uh, I, I took the rebound. So left corner, someone will open immediately to the left corner and all the others immediately will open for the three-point line. And then we pass outside. We have a shot. We, take, we took again. We are not waiting. Okay? We don't have a shot. So we can move the ball uh, for open uh, penetration or uh, to take closeout or open uh, shot. And if not, we, we know that we have maybe seven, eight seconds. And then we will play uh, eye pick and roll, double elbow pick and roll. Uh, so we don't have, if we take the rebound, the second rule is if you have good shot, take it. If not, we have system that everybody opened, and then um, then we take advantage. If not, uh, we have enough time to play a double elbow or right pick and roll. Uh, this is second. What's happened if we are <clears throat> not take the offensive rebound? Uh, so if we can keep the ball alive and kick him to the out, for us, it's when we count this on, on our stat, uh, we count it as a rebound. That, uh, they didn't take the rebound. I didn't take the rebound. They get the ball from the side. It's okay. <clears throat> um, for me, it's a rebound. But uh, if I, 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 they take the rebound, so if we are follow the rules, so supposed to be players on uh, on the def- defender back. So I will jump on him. I will look for the ball. I will try to steal the ball and it's happened okay even sometimes two players on, on him because it was a, a big mess on the offensive rebound so the two players will stay on him okay maybe they will try to steal the ball okay 
Uh, but let's say we didn't uh, steal the ball. I delay him for, for passing. I delay him for uh, dribble and go by me. Okay. And all the others in the meantime uh, react uh, back, but they stay with their man. So, so because of this, I'm not afraid that if they take the rebound, if we are following the rules, they can't run on us because we are we are on them. Yes, I tell you, you need to you're going to pay. If you make it good, you're going to pay four six points for easy basket in the other side. Uh, because sometimes you know the the ball will go uh, you not you can't measure all the offensive rebound they go far and uh, it's happened okay but I ready to pay four six points for uh, for uh, all the benefit that I uh, I get from uh, from this um, so like I said we have when we miss we have when we make we have when we the ball go inside. Uh, when we score, so we don't want to run back immediately. Okay, we want to stay with our uh, with the players to be ready for, to put uh, pressure and not pressure to steal the ball. You know, pressure to to let them have time to take the ball out. Pressure to let them have time to to pass the half court, uh, and then they will start offense in 14, 15 seconds. It's good for us. Um, so that's what we are uh, looking looking also. Again, this is perfect world. You know, uh, when I I coach uh, in the past, uh, player who play after that in the NBA with Sateranski, His name is uh, Jason Randall. He play for uh, for uh, what college? Big college, uh, Stanford. Okay, and I I picked him from uh, Stanford first year. He come to play in Newburgh. And uh, he didn't, uh, you know, he, because in college a lot of time they, he play point guard in uh, in uh, Stanford, and he came to Europe, you know, he, they press him full court and he press full court, and he did. He had our time in the beginning to 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 adjust for this uh, for this kind of uh, system to press full court after a basket uh, or to. That, that they press you, and when I after that he, after three four years he played for the Chicago uh, with Sateranski one year ago two years ago I, I visited him and I went to the game and you know in NBA they are not pressing they have reason why why reasons why they are not pressing okay full court most of the team uh, and I and suddenly he was second or third point guard and he go into the game and uh, <laughs> he's the only one who press full court. So, so I told him after the game we spoke. I told him, Chase, why, why you you pressed? It is not the the, the mentality, the the system of uh, your coach. He said, Yes, I know, but you know, I, I learned it uh, in Europe uh, with you, and uh, it's it's when I press it, the coach like it, so it's give me more minutes on the floor. So, so this is a. Uh, System that we play. That, like I said, in NBA, it's uh, it's a little bit different. This uh, kind of pressing. Absolutely, coach. It is different in the NBA, but uh, 
you know, throughout this podcast, just so many great insights in terms of how you help make the Czech Republic so competitive and get to the quarterfinals. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you for sharing the insights on transition, offensive rebounding, and then that, how you shape ball screen and everything else. So thank you so much, Coach, for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and to give the Basketball Podcast and this week's guest a shout-out on social media to show your support for us sharing the game. And to stay up to date on all things Basketball Immersion, subscribe to our newsletter at basketballimmersion.com newsletter.